Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Welcome back to the Cinechicks podcast. Hi, Lauren. Hi, Maddie. Hi, our second podcast. Happy birthday. Thank you. You're welcome. It's technically not your birthday the day that this episode comes out, but our first episode came out on your birthday, yeah, that so was, we're celebrating now. That was technically my birthday episode, but this is really my birthday episode. Yeah. I mean, we're talking all things Lauren today, right? Oh, yeah. Which means it's chick flicks. Yeah. Naturally. Naturally. So, to start us off, I thought we could talk about, like, what what do we consider a good chick flick? A good chick flick? I think... Is that an oxymoron in your brain? Well, how would you define a chick flick? Because chick flicks are probably, like, in my least favorite kinds of movie. And I feel like you love chick flicks, so I'd be more curious to hear what you have to say. And then I'll just, like, tell you what I think. This is a valid point. So I obviously love chick flicks. Um, I have quite a few that are on my top favorites list that last week I left off in preparation for this episode. And so I consider a good chick flick... To be, obviously, it's got some romance. Personally, I like a comedy less than a drama. But a chick flick, I feel like, is any movie that, like, is aimed towards women. Which sounds kind of sexist now that I talk about it. (laughs) But it's just, like, it's called a chick flick because typically it's more of, like, a romance that guys don't like. Not that guys can't like chick flicks. It's just less common. And so, for me, I personally, it has to have a love story is number one. Okay, so you have, like, a formula. There's, like, a chick flick formula. I have a formula. Because, like, what's the difference between a chick flick and a rom-com? They're they're one and the same in my brain. But I feel like chick flicks can encounter more drama. Like, I think Nicholas Sparks. I would consider that a chick flick, but it is not a rom-com. So, a rom-com can be a chick flick, but a chick flick isn't always a rom-com. Yes. It's like how a a square is always a rectangle, but a rectangle is not a square. Okay, this is a movie podcast, Lauren. Let's stick okay. with the movies. We'll back off the math. It's fine. <laughs> there you go. Anyways, so my for my formula, obviously it has to have like a love story. I also consider it, it has to have some good banter. Okay. Like I like to have good banter. You have to have, in the world of like books, there's all these tropes and I think that carries to movies. So you have, there's like enemies to lovers, friends to lovers. Sometimes it's just like strangers to lovers, but that's less common. Those are like some of the big ones. Okay. So in, I also feel like there needs to be some sort of meet cute, whether that's like they have to like meet cute. Yeah, it's like how they meet and it's like cute, hence meet cute. So Is that a like, thing? Yeah. Use it in real life scenario. Uh, so if I go to um, Target. And I am not paying attention where I'm going, and I run into a cute boy, and then we start dating. We had a meet cute in Target, and we ran into each other and started talking. Okay, I think you've been spending too much time on TikTok. Have you seen the guy on TikTok that like keeps going to Target to try to find a girlfriend? Oh no, but that seems like a great okay, plan. Okay, that's good content. We should share that. Oh yeah, sometime. Anyways, oh, yeah. I I agree with you. I think a chick flick is a. a, a where am I going with this? A chick flick can encompass a lot of things, but, like, I would consider, like, a Nicholas Sparks very different to, like, all of the 
Boys I've Loved Before kind of situation. That is a great movie. And so, I don't know. I think, to me, like, there's a very firm formula on what makes a chick flick. Because I think nowadays, like, every movie has some sort of romance in it. Like, all of the Marvel movies have some sort of romance, but they're not chick flicks. No. And so, to me, the formula is they fall in love pretty quickly. Like, it's pretty, like, it's in the top 25 minutes of the movie. Okay. And then they, they like, they, you know, they get along. There's not a big issue. There's probably some sort of montage of them hanging out. Okay. And then there's some sort of, like, complicated moment, right? We got a, we got a, we got a little situation, a, a misunderstanding even, some could say. And so then they probably break up. Or there's some kind of, like... There's some tension. Tension. They, like, can't be together. You know, there's a family issue. And then they end up getting back together, and there's probably a happy ending. Like, to me, that's, like... Probably? Yeah. That's the quintessential, like, chick flick. I guess. I mean, like, I would be interested to see the movies that you have on your list later. Like, like, how many are in your list that don't have a happy ending? In my list, they all yeah. have happy endings. Because if you're considering a, like, Nicholas Sparks movie can be a chick flick, they don't all have happy endings. No. Do you remember when I made you watch The Notebook? Yeah. That does not have a happy ending. I remember. I liked that one. Yeah, because it didn't have a happy ending, and you're, you don't, you like sad things. It's not that I like sad things. It's, I get frustrated by this mentality of, like, a movie reflecting real life, and it, like, comes to a close in the credits roll, and it's, like... Life doesn't end with a pretty bow on top. Like, or like, you know, people get engaged and they like build up to their wedding day and their wedding day happens and it's like, oh, yay, happy ever after. And I'm like, they're literally just starting their real life together. Yeah. I mean, chick flicks are not intended to be real life in any way, shape or form. So I get frustrated with them because I'm like, it's just setting unrealistic expectations and it actually like makes me more like less hopeful than more hopeful. Whereas like, I think for you, you like. It needs some happiness. Oh, yeah. So. I feel like I watch these types of movies to, like, escape reality. Okay. But I also acknowledge that they are not real life. Okay. Okay, so it's interesting. I looked up what chick flick, the definition of chick flick on Urban Dictionary. Oh, yes. Okay, I'm going to give it to you. Okay, so chick flick, a film that indulges in hopes and dreams of women or girls. So your sexist comment earlier was spot on. I mean. And then it says, it goes on to say, a film that has a happy, fuzzy, real, real ridiculously unrealistic ending yeah so we're spot on oh my gosh oh my gosh the okay you know on urban dictionary sorry i just turned my computer screen around people can't see it. i also couldn't see it so Um, i'm with the people on this one so okay so urban dictionary will have like multiple definitions for something also like tread lightly on urban dictionary if you google search the wrong thing it's like proceed with caution yeah so the second definition of chick flick is a film that that has the following formula. Oh, yes. Get Let's ready. See how close we were. Two people that fall in love. Okay. <laughs> That's literally how right I started. On track. They get along fine. Yeah. There's some kind of misunderstanding. <laughs> they break up. They get back together. The end. Okay, so I promised Maddie had her own formula before she looked at that. I literally wrote that. This morning when we were at breakfast, before I Googled or Googled Urban Dictionary, searched anything. Okay, that's quite funny. <laughs> so we were spot on, just like to point out that we are very averse in the definition of oh chick flick, apparently. Okay, so talk to me about, like, the difference between Hallmark versus, like, a classic 
rom-com. Oh, man. Chick flick. Okay. So, I would not necessarily call Hallmark movies rom-coms. They're much heavier on the rom and less on the com. <laughs> uh, I think they try to be funny, but, I mean, it's Hallmark, so it's very much like actors who, like, their only thing is Hallmark, or they did other things and now they're in Hallmark. Yeah. Uh, they've recently gotten some, like, Broadway stars as, like, leads in these movies, which is very interesting to me, but we can talk about that at another time. But it's, like, a rom-com gives me more, like, classic movie feels. It's, like, a little bit more of an original storyline. Well, Hallmark has, like, a very specific formula that I have figured out. So it's, like, they meet... They're always from, like, either the big city or a small town. Every time. So they, like, meet. They, like, fall in love. They become friends. They fall in love. At about mm, 30 minutes left in the movie, sometimes 25, there's, like, a miscommunication that could totally be um, avoided if they were actually, you know, like, talk to each other, but instead they just shut down. Mm -hmm. And then uh, they get back together with five minutes left in the movie. At about two minutes, they kiss, and that's the end. Yeah. Like, that timing, you should try it. And if I'm wrong, I'll admit it. But I I'm, I'm guarantee you I'm not wrong. Well, how many Hallmark movies do you think you've watched at this point? Oh, I have an app. Let oh, me look. Oh, of course you have an app. So That's... I started... I feel like I started watching Hallmark movies... I, it was like a year or two after I graduated college. And I like Hallmark movies. I will never claim that they are good films. Like, they are not good films. I, but... I wouldn't ever use the word film. I would just stick movies, with Movies... Okay, so they're not good movies, but I like them because they're always clean, uh, and they always end happily, and I can zone out and do other things while it's on and not miss any of the major plot points. Okay. I have watched, oh, this is kind of embarrassing, 309 Hallmark movies. You're freaking kidding me. There's that many Hallmark movies? I guess, yeah. Oh. Because they have the Christmas ones. Oh, there's a whole Thanksgiving. schedule. So they have... Um, I, I started with Countdown to Christmas, which starts in, like, October. So from, like, October to, like, January 2nd is, like, straight Christmas movies 24-7. Then in January, they do New Year, New Movies. Mm -hmm. And then they do... Uh, this year, it's called Loveuary, which is, like, the February Valentine's ones. Mm, that's just like then there's, like, sweet. a whole Spring Fling. They used to do oh, June God. Weddings. And they do Christmas in July, where they bring back the Christmas movies. Then there's Fall Harvest, and then you're back to Christmas. Okay, it sounds like the town schedule for Stars Hollow from, like, Gilmore Girls. It was quite possible. It follows the same, like, chain of events, I feel like. Yeah, it's it's quite possible. Interesting. Just, you know, there's, there's seasons, and, you know, there's movies. There's also um, some mysteries in the Hallmark realm. Oh, God. I would also like to point out, there are two Hallmark channels. There's the regular Hallmark channel, which there's is more of Hallmark the, like... Channels? Yeah, there's... Hallmark? Who, who approved that? Who said it would be a good idea to duplicate this and have it a second time on... But they're different. There's oh. Hallmark Movies and Mysteries, which is like the drama, more sappy, um, and then Mysteries. Do they ever end it with a sad ending? I don't know. I don't watch that channel. I don't like drama. Oh I just like the uplifting Lauren. ones. I watch the mysteries on that channel. I love a good Candace Cameron beret in Aurora Tea Garden. Is that the lady? She was DJ Tanner. Oh yeah, in Full House. She is a Hallmark queen. Okay, she's rocking it. Anyway, so that's Hallmark. Okay. But I would not say like a classic rom com. I would say is a little bit more spicy. Like there's a little bit more like tension. It's not quite as like G rated. Okay. It's not like R. Yeah. 
but it's less happy-go-lucky perfect and more, there's like more of an original storyline in a rom-com. Right. More of an original story? Yeah. Well, we just learned that a chick like follows some sort of formula as well. But yeah, but there, you gotta have like more of an original backstory. Like, don't you ever get tired of watching the same thing over and over? No. Don't you like, okay, like, let's be a little bit more creative. Like, how do these people have jobs still? In Hallmark, yeah, but in a rom-com, no. Alrighty, alrighty. You know, I'll get, I'll get on board is. with that. Okay, so how do you think... Okay, so we haven't yet introduced our rating system oh, yeah. to the listeners, which who knows how many of them are out there at this point. But our Cinechicks are opinions, but, like, in data form. So we have a... Cinetrix podcast movie rating spreadsheet. And in this spreadsheet, you can find a whole list. It's a working list, so we're adding to it. We're trying to add it to it every week. But of movies that Lauren and I have seen either together or separately, if we've talked about the movie on the podcast, it will be in this list for sure. But this oh, yeah. is not like a comprehensive list of every movie we've ever seen because that no. would take forever. But we basically score movies by... Um, Casting impression, which is literally, like, were the actors good? Was it casted correctly? Yeah. Did they make good choices in that front? Um, critical impression, which is, like, all the official stuff. So, like, cinematography, like, m- like acting, costuming, um, maybe the movie score. So, like, music. Yeah. Would it win? Like, do we think script, it would be nominated for any awards? Yeah. And then just, like, overall impression, which is, like, Different from the first two because it's just, it's a matter of fact. Like, do we like it? Would we see it again? So, like, to me, it would I be wrong to make the assumption that, like, a Hallmark movie is going to have a low critical impression in your book, but a high overall impression because you keep coming back for more? Relatively, yeah. Yeah, so that's how it works. Um, so, let's see. So, Lauren. You can also see, like, uh, like... I'll rate some, and Maddie will rate some, and sometimes they're pretty similar, and sometimes they are very different. Yeah. Also, if one of us has seen it, you'll just see, like, an N.A. Oh, yeah. Uh, until or if the other one watches the movie. Yeah. So if there's a movie that you're like, wow, I would really like them to talk about it, or I wonder what they think about it, you, we kind of took our favorite genres and, like, movies that I was like, okay, I want us to have a couple of movies in each genre, so, like... There are a lot of chick flicks in here that Lauren has seen that I haven't seen. And there's a lot of horror movies in here that I have seen, but Lauren hasn't seen. Did I just say that backwards? I don't know. Okay, either way, you guys get (laughs) in. But there's also, like, our ratings from, like, all the Harry Potter movies, all the Star Wars movies. Like, we tried to hit, like, the big ones, but there's definitely holes in this list right now. Oh, yeah. I mean, and even so, there's already, like, like, over 200 movies on this list. Yeah, for sure. I think we have, like, exactly 200. I'm going to be really honest. We're, like, 201 at this yeah. point. Well, and if it's, like, for all of our Excel users out there, like, if you're, like, wow, you live and die a good Excel spreadsheet, this is built-in sheets, so you can go in and you can actually, like, filter. We have it set up so, like, anyone can filter however yeah. you'd like to view it. You can also do it if you want to look up a specific movie, just hit Command-F and, you know... For yeah. our Mac users out Maybe there. Maybe we need to put out an Excel. How to use an Excel. How to I use. How to, Google Sheet. Yeah. Well, it's Google Sheet. That's true. Well, what's interesting is after we did all of this, I really enjoyed doing like our combined score. Yeah. Um, and looking at it from like our lowest scored movies to our highest scored movies. So you. Well, that's not what this episode's about. But if anyone's curious, uh, they can go and see what our combined lowest score movie is. You might be surprised what it is. Oh, yeah. 
Would we consider that one a chick flick? Oh no, is this... Hold on. We're not trying to give it away to the people. Right, but what I have as the lowest score movie, I would not I would not say the chick flick, but the second to lowest score movie is for sure a chick flick. Oh, the second one, yeah. So, anyways, you guys can go in. Um, if the way that it works, because it's ex- not Excel, it's Google Sheets, there are a couple... There are a couple, um, you know, movies in here that the combined score is just one of our scores because the other one hasn't seen it. So there's not a way for us to, like, yeah, denote if it's just, like, one person's score. So you yeah. kind of have to do some scrolling. But it, I, it's a pretty cool resource. And yeah. I think it'll be helpful, like, as we talk through movies, like we are later in this episode. So, yeah. Um, yeah. So, so we'll, when we talk about these, we'll kind of give you, like, our, our takes, like, our scores for each one. Um, and so forth. But if you have a movie that you would like to see on this spreadsheet, you should send us a DM on the Instagram. Oh, we forgot to shout out our Instagram at the beginning yeah. of this. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Our Instagram, you should go follow us. It's at Cinechicks Podcast. Super original name. Yeah. And while um, we're telling you to do stuff, because we're, you know, apparently bossy girls, you should also leave us a review on Apple Podcast. Yeah. And Spotify. Whatever, yeah. you know, floats your boat. Yeah. Your preferred podcasting platform. Yeah. Do all we the love things. It. Okay. Anyways. So... Back to Lauren's birthday episode. Lauren, what are your top chick flicks and their ratings? Okay, so I don't know if these are... I did put these in a particular order now that I'm looking at it. Uh, So these are kind of my top five, I would say, that I also did not talk about on the last episode. But all of these movies are in my top ten, like, favorites of all time. So my number five movie I put on there was The Wedding Planner. Maddie, have you seen this movie? Yes, we watched it together. Oh, yeah, we did. Yeah. So The Wedding Planner is starring J-Lo mm-hmm. uh, and Matthew McConaughey. Yep. And essentially, she is a wedding planner, and she uh, almost gets hit by a dumpster, which sounds really weird unless you watch the movie, uh, and he essentially rescues her, uh, and then she finds out after she's, like, you know, smitten with this man that he is the groom in one of the weddings she's planning. It sounds really creepy when you explain it this way. I'm just now realizing. Yeah. Um, but it's actually a really... I think it's a good movie. And so uh, I think we both rated that one. We did. We did. I also like to note like, when movies come out. This, this movie was made in 2001. So to me, if a movie is made more than... I mean, this one's barely more than 20 years ago. And it's still relevant today. I think that there's some pull there. And I... It, this movie for me is for sure not in my top ten. I would no. have to go back and look at my score on it. Um, Yours was a it was a three point seven overall. <laughs> so she she wasn't a huge fan. <laughs> uh, mine, on the other hand, uh, was about an eight point five. Um, so we so, have differing opinions. So the average score of this movie is like a six point one. Yeah, yeah, that's right in the middle. All right. This is an example of a chick flick that I usually rate high, and Maddie yeah. is not about. So talk us, talk us through your critical impression, casting impression, and overall impression for The Wedding Planner. So my critical impression, I gave an 8. Okay. I mean, looking back on it, it's probably a little high, <laughs> now that I'm thinking through the movie. But I feel like this was one of, and I could be very off base, I feel like this was one of Matthew McConaughey's like first films. Okay. And he is like, this is one of, I think is one of his primes. Like, he's very attractive in mm-hmm. this movie. Uh, just overall, good guy. Got a little bit of a southern accent, even though it's not set anywhere in the south. Uh, Obviously, because that's the, that's half the yeah. charm. The casting impression I gave an eight point five. I think the movie was cast pretty well. 
Critically, like, I thought, like, when we talk about, like, cinematography, I mean, it's it was 2001. So it's, like, a classic 2001 rom-com. Um, but I feel like I gave it a higher critical score just because it's, like, stood the test of time, essentially. Okay. All right. Uh, and I, then my I, I overall think... impression was a nine. I really like this movie. It's just... Well, yeah, it's in your top ten. Yeah. It's very, like, it, it always has... They all have happy endings. Spoiler alert. Um... But it's just really cute. There's some great, like, lines in this movie. Um, this movie is the reason that I really prefer brown M&Ms over anything else. If you know, you know. And uh, if you don't, you should watch the movie and find out why. Well, some of us have watched the movie and don't remember. <laughs> well, I'm not going to spoil it for the people. Yeah, well. They're going to have to watch themselves. Okay, so something for me is, like, I, I'm just, like, I, I, I think I might get canceled for this, but I'm not a J-Lo fan. Like, Anytime I see her in movies, I don't I'm feel like, like her acting Ugh. is at the prime. Yeah, I don't. It's just she so has, interesting. So she has a new one coming out, which we may or may not be reviewing. Oh yeah, on a new podcast. So if you want to know more about our J Lo opinions, you should stay tuned because I think they're coming. Yeah. Okay. Movie number two. What's your second one on your All list? All right. Number number two or number four on my top five okay. would be You've Got Mail. Okay, of course it is. I made you watch this movie. Yes, another one that I had a big stink with, I think. So You've Got Mail was made in 1998, another classic rom-com. This casting impression, I gave a nine. This is uh, Tom Hanks and Meg Ryan, both fabulous people. Uh, She plays Kathleen Kelly, who owns a small bookstore in New York City. She sure does. And then Tom Hanks is... uh, the like co-owner of a essentially what would be Barnes and Noble, but it's called Fox books in this one. Yeah. Uh, and they are secret internet pen pals and they don't know it. Please. And then they're also both in relationships. It's just like also just like such a Lauren movie because I'm sorry, I interrupted you. It's okay. Go ahead. It's literally like a a rom. It's a trick flag in a bookstore in New York city. Yeah. It's a recipe for success in my brain. But they're yeah. also, like, both in relationships at the beginning of this movie, which I do find problematic. Yeah. Okay, the cover of this movie, like, if you look at the, like, um, like flyer poster? poster for it. Yeah. says, the quote on it says, someone you pass on the street may already be in, be the love of your life. <laughs> like, I just, like, can't. <laughs> like I can't get on board with this. Also, it's hilarious. You can very much tell this is, like, a 90s movie. Because the, like, when they're getting to be, like, internet pen pals, it's, like, AOL dial-up. So it's, like, the all the noise, and it's, like, you've got mail. And that's, like, how you got well, the title. Well, yeah, if this movie was in 2022, oh, my God, 2022, that's so weird to say. Oof. It would be, you've got a DM. <laughs> <laughs> you've, remake of You've Got Mail, starring, uh, like... Allison, Addison Rae. Addison Rae, and... Oh, she was in another movie, which was a oh, remake from 90s. Terrible, that's that. what I'm saying. We'll just keep her on that track. Uh, oh, gosh, yes. Uh, critically, I gave this movie a nine, though, because I think it's very well made. Like, it's just, it's, <laughs> this is. <laughs> it's just like if you compare your score to my score, it's, like, laughable. Like, the critical impression from mine was a nine, and Maddie, this is a 2.5. <laughs> there's like, nothing critical happening here. There's no there's no great panning of the camera. I wouldn't say the music is great by any front. Lauren, this is... This <sighs> critic... This critic... I, I have nothing else to say. It's just like, how? How did we get here? This is how we're different. Uh, anyways, I gave this movie a nine overall. I think it's just... It's to the test of time. Obviously, it ends with a happy ending. 
It's just, I feel like it's more of an original storyline. Sure. The ending of this movie. Yeah, what happens so the quotable. End? Well, you, I'm not going to ruin it. Oh, although you okay. can kind of guess. Okay, people haven't seen it by now. Then spoiler alert: like Lauren's like, going to tell you what the ending is. Before they're like obviously like mortal enemies in the beginning, because you know chain store versus small business. Sure. And then they actually like become friends first. Okay, we like friends first. We like, they become friends. Well, technically, it's like he finds out that she's the pen pal. She doesn't. Mm-hmm. But then he like becomes her friend. Oh, it's, right. You gotta kind of watch it. But anyways, that's my number four. You keep saying that like I haven't seen it. I've seen it and I slept through I'm it. Talking I'm talking to the people about it. Slept through. All right. What's your number three? My number three is Sweet Home Alabama. This was one I think you actually liked. Yes, I'm a big Sweet Home Alabama fan. Starring the lovely Reese Witherspoon and Josh Lucas, mm-hmm. who has a great Southern accent in this film. Yeah. Uh, I gave this, so it's actually like my number three movie, but it has a lower rating in my book, which I think is interesting. Oh, what do you mean? My final rating averaged to an 8.7. I gave it an 8 on the critical impression. Okay. Do you Uh, have a reason why? I don't remember. (laughs) (laughs) I don't, I don't remember. This also is very quotable. Yeah. So essentially, um, this also has Patrick Dempsey in it. So Reese Witherspoon is this fashion designer in New York, she lives in New York City. She's engaged to uh, Patrick Dempsey, who works in politics, whose mother is the mayor of New York. Uh, with I don't remember her name, but she's pretty pretty well known. Yeah, she says the line that's like, "I've never met someone so manipulative, so deceitful, and I work and, in politics." Yeah, yeah, great line. Um, anyways, and so she is from a small town, Alabama. She's essentially changed her identity. She's changed her name, so uh, Patrick Dempsey does not. Um, know who she really is because mm-hmm. uh, you know she's from the deep south in alabama yeah where they do uh civil war reenactments yeah and so she uh they get engaged she goes to alabama spoiler alert she finds out she's actually still married to her childhood best friend yeah aka josh lucas um see this is a conflict that i feel like is more like real life you know yeah, like that's it's, fair it's something that uh, i hope we have to go I hope deal lots with of people don't stay married and then Anyway, she's it trying to get him to sign. Ending. Yeah, she's trying to get him to sign divorce papers. Yeah, and so it's Which all is, about you know, like her rediscovering herself in the South and all the things. Yeah, oh, true. The it's classic good. line of I, "You can kiss me because I can kiss you anytime I want." Mm. Yeah. Why do you want to marry me anyway? It's so good. Okay, so for reference, since I'm actually saying this is a good movie. I gave the critical impression a 5.5 because it didn't, it doesn't do anything to wow your socks off, but it's not bad. Um, I actually think that the music in this movie is pretty well done. If you go back and like look at the yeah. score, which I went back on Spotify and looked at the songs in this and I was like, okay, it's pretty good. Also, I think the costuming in it is really unique because Reese Witherspoon like is kind of in the fashion world, right? Like that's, yeah, that's part of her. Yeah. So I think that at that, at the very beginning when she's like, announcing her engagement to like the rich guy yeah is like it's just it's done really well so i gave it a 5.5 and then casting impression i'm a big reese witherspoon's fan like even i think she's aged beautifully but like even just like the roles that she's taken on as she's gotten older she hasn't like typecasted herself no she went from Elle woods to this person to yeah. she's got range yeah she's also in that apple tv show that i have not actually seen called the morning show yeah it's I excellent um, so yeah, I feel like she's got a, quite a diverse. Yeah. So I list. gave her the casting impression a 
6.5. And then overall rating or overall impression, I said a 7. Because, again, I would watch it again. It's probably not going to be something that I, like, need to turn on all of the time. But, like, I can get on board. Oh, yeah. So. That's high for Manny for a chick flick. Yeah. So. Our combined Very score impressive. was 7.5. Hey. That's pretty up there for us. That's in the green. It's in the green. Okay, so your number your number two is another movie that we agree on. What is yes, it? Yes, my number two is The Proposal. Yeah, great film. Which is a relatively newer one. It's 2009, like, comparatively. Um, but I easily feel like this has become, like, a classic rom-com. Mm-hmm. So it's starring Sandra Bullock and Ryan Reynolds. Mm-hmm. Um, and she... This also centers around books. Mm-hmm. Uh, so she is an editor at a publishing house. She is from Canada, which is important uh, because... He is her assistant. Mm-hmm. Her visa expires, and she lies and says that they are engaged so that she can keep her visa, which is illegal, uh, by the way. Whoa, but anyways, yeah. And so they um, take a trip to Alaska, which is where his family lives, and the whole movie is centered around them, like going from these like enemies uh, to obviously falling in love. Mm-hmm. Uh, also, this movie has Betty White in it. R.I.P. I love Betty. her. Uh, she is excellent in this film. Easily one of the best characters. Okay, wait. Let's talk about Betty White for a second. Oh. Do Okay, have you seen this stuff on the internet about the theory that she like had to die in 2021 so that 2022 could be a good year? Because if we started what? off 2022 with Betty White dying, it would set the like whole year to be a tragedy. But also, like, it was almost her 100th birthday. It's like a conspiracy theory that I'm totally believing right now. I'm going to be honest. Interesting. I'd, have you heard anyone say they're not enjoying this year yet? Well, lots of people, yeah. We're 22 lot... days in, and I don't feel like bad things have happened. Mm, people have died. Bob Saget died. Okay. That's bad news. We are disappointed about Bob Saget. He's not the loss of Betty White. You, I mean, I don't disagree with you. So... Okay, debatable. Also, it was, like, kind of interesting when... Okay, this is going to make me sound terrible. When Bob Saget died, it brought the cast of Full House together, which, to me, is a win. But they were already together because they did Fuller House. Uh, not the twins. Oh, that's true. Hmm. So, plus, like, any time that the public gets to see John Stamos is, like, win. That is very true. And so, anyway. Okay, back to All the right. movie. Betty White was in this movie. <laughs> uh, the Proposal. Uh, this is just, like... I would say this has much more comedy than a lot of the other mm-hmm. ones on my list. Mm-hmm. Um, there's some great... Li- Ryan Reynolds is hilarious in this movie. Yeah. Uh, he does such a good job. Is Ryan... Ryan? Oh, my God. Is Ryan Reynolds married to Blake Lively? Yes. Okay. Got him also in my Also plays brain. Deadpool. Oh, yeah. I like that movie. Never seen it. It's kind of inappropriate. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Proceed with caution. <laughs> uh, anyway, he does such a good uh, job in this. Like, it's casted so well. Like, I gave this a 9. I almost feel like I should have bumped it up to, like, a 9.5. Okay. Um, and so he did, like, it's just cast so well. It's a critical impression, obviously. Like, I think the music is done pretty well. The yeah. scenery of, like, Sitka, Alaska is beautiful. beautiful. I, field trip, for sure. Oh, yeah. I don't actually think it was filmed in Alaska, but it's fantastic. Well, they did a good job thinking. Um, and then the ending <clears throat> is just really cute. Yeah. What was your overall impression? Did you say that already? No, I didn't. My overall impression, I put a 9.5. Okay. Out of 10. Okay, for those so of you listening. what is your final rating? My final rating was a 9. So I had critical was an 8.5, my casting was a 9, so my overall was a 9.5. Okay. See, this is a rating that I think that you did a really good job on that I, like, totally understand. My Thank numbers you. are different, but I feel like they're comparable, right? Like, yeah. I scored... Uh... Your critical 
critical is a little lower than I would My critical gone. impression, again, they're not doing anything to wow me with okay. the cinematography. Okay. Again, the music was good. Costuming was, like, fine. I don't know. There wasn't anything in it that was, like, a wow. It didn't, it didn't have a wow factor. So I gave it a 6.5. But then casting impression, I'm spot on with you. Like, it's casted really well. Yeah. We love Sandra Bullock. We love Ryan Reynolds. So I gave it an 8. And then the overall impression, I gave a 7. Which is the That's same as Sweet Home Alabama. Which is like, yeah. I'd watch it again. And I'd watch it if it were on. And I'm probably not going to complain about it. Giving it an overall, like a final rating for me, a 7.2. Which is... That's pretty high. I, I like I'll this movie. It. I yeah. agree with you. You know, if I were to just have a list of chick flicks, this movie would be on it for me. Yeah. So. That's a good one. Okay, talk to us about your top number one. Oh, my number one is in the oldest one on my list. It was 95. So I obviously... 1995? 1995. That's what it's called? Nope. That's the year it came out. (laughs) (laughs) So I was like, obviously I did not watch this in real time. Um, This movie is While You Were Sleeping, which also stars Sandra Bullock, True Queen. Okay, we stand. And Bill Pullman. I don't know who that is. Oh, he's excellent in this movie. I'm going to Google him really fast. Um... So essentially, this movie, she, I what one thing I really like about this movie is she looks very normal. Like she's pretty, but she's not like this supermodel, stunning, girly, girly, gorgeous girl. She's like very normal. Girly, girly, gorgeous girl. Gorgeous, like gorgeous I girl. Be on TikTok. Yeah. <laughs> Woo. Uh, so, anyways, and so the movie premise is that she works uh, set in Chicago. She works for the L. Okay. And uh, so she. Uh, sees this man. I think it's Peter Gallagher. Uh, she sees him. He stops by almost every day. Uh, we call this a crush from afar. She's never spoken to him. A CFA, my a CFA. One might say. Mm-hmm. Uh, crush from afar. She thinks he's beautiful. Wants to marry him. All the things. Mm-hmm. She ends up working. It's kind of a Christmas movie, but I also feel like you can watch it year round. Yeah. Uh, she ends up working Christmas Day uh, at the train station. Also important to the premise. Um, both of her parents are no longer alive, so she is. By herself, she has no family left. Okay, that's kind of sad. Okay, yes, but it's important to the film. I thought you didn't watch sad things. It's not sad. It's just important to the film. I mean, it is sad, but that's not the okay. point. Okay. Anyways, so she works Christmas Day. Uh, he essentially gets mugged on the platform mm-hmm. and gets pushed onto the tracks. Wow, he's she goes to the rescue, jumps on the tracks. We love a hero. Uh, rolls him off just in time so he doesn't get hit by a train. But he has a coma. So she goes to the hospital and is like talking to herself and utters the words, uh, I was going to marry him. Uh, a nurse okay, thinks she's that crazy. A nurse thinks that she's engaged and um, somehow his entire family thinks that they're now engaged. So then she is like waiting. Of course, he wakes up eventually, has no idea who this woman is, and they tell him he has amnesia, which he doesn't, which is just terrible. But anyways, uh, while he's like... Okay, does she get a, a nurse? Have I seen this movie? Yes, because it's also one of our other best friend's favorite movie. You're right. Oh, yeah, and I got yelled at for falling asleep. Because it's great. It was not great. Okay, I, I definitely scored great. this. You're right. Yeah. Anyways, so she uh, ends up falling in love with his brother while she's, like, getting to know this family. And she really falls in love with, like, the whole family. Mm-hmm. This movie is also... Apparently, I'm very popular. I'm so sorry for my email things. <laughs> I'm turning that <laughs> off. Uh, note to self. Figure that out. Um, anyways, I'm getting distracted. So the, she, like, it's casted really well. Like, I gave this a 9.5. Um, a lot of the people, like, I wouldn't say they're in a lot of other things, 
but like the mannerisms they have, it, it's just great. Okay. Like it's just very good well acting. Done. Yeah, it's casted very well, and so, uh, of course she like falls in love with the brother, and you know what happens from there. But it's just really it's such a good movie. I gave this my critical impression was a nine. My casting was a nine five, and my overall impression was a ten. Okay. Giving it a final rating of a nine five. Maddie's <laughs> were vastly different. Um, so I'm just going to rattle through mine really fast because this is Lauren's favorite movie. And so I respect that it's her favorite movie. We just, this is why we started the podcast. We just have very different tastes. Very different tastes. The critical impression, I gave it a three. The casting impression, I gave it a 4.5, which it only got a 4.5 because of Sandra Bullock. That was it. Did you look up Bill Pullman? I looked him up. I've seen that man before, but like, again, it didn't work. I think you could copy paste any white male actor in his sp- spot and they could do exactly what he did. Whatever. Ryan Reynolds, copy paste, could have done that job. Mm, mm, I don't know about that. I'm right. I don't know about that. <laughs> okay. I agree or disagree. And then overall impression, I gave it a two, which means my final rating oh, for gosh. this movie was a 3.2. Oh, I just, like, don't need to see it again. There's nothing in me that's like, I should watch it again. And I, And I think that there's a lot of, like sentimental feelings in this movie for you and for people that like it because it's something that they grew up with i didn't i grew up with brothers who were having me watch zombie movies all the time so it's just my nostalgia is in you know the land before time and this is also one of my mom's favorite movies and so she's like introduced this to me and it's it's just really sweet yeah it's like nostalgic yeah yeah it's just great we love to see it it's one of my comfort movies i actually watched it the other day while i was working on something because I just wanted something to, like, comfort me yeah. in the background. Well, that and a Cinderella story. Do you need to talk movies. about it? No. Okay. I don't remember why. I just wanted to watch I was like, <laughs> it's on Disney+. Plus, and I was like, I'm going to watch it. All right. So if you want to watch it, it's on Disney+, Plus, people. Oh. Not sponsored, but Maybe I'll that would watch be awesome. it another time. Mm, I'll watch it with you. So those are my top five chick flicks. And now you know my ratings and why and how Maddie and I are different in our... <laughs> Not so love of chick flicks, uh, but that's okay. So we thought we would end this episode with kind of like a game. And okay. so this is called Guess the Hallmark Plot. Oh my so gosh, how this works, scary. Maddie, is I am going to read you the title of a Hallmark movie, a real life Hallmark movie. All right. And Maddie's going to try and tell what it's about. Okay. Are you ready? So you're tell- you're reading the plot and I'm telling you the title? No, I'm telling you the title and you're telling me the plot. Oh, okay. Yeah, this is fun. Okay, so the first one is called Don't Forget I Love You. Don't Forget I Love You. Don't Forget I Love You. Okay, young man goes off to war and... No, wait, that's probably too deep for a Hallmark movie. Young man goes on a business trip (laughs) and he's going to be gone for like eight days and his lover is going to miss him and while he's away he falls in love with someone else. It's much better for him. No. The correct answer is Taylor opens a time capsule left by her late mother, which contains six envelopes. In each one is a challenge that her mother hopes she can complete to push her out of her comfort zone. Is her mother dead? I don't know. I haven't. This one comes out. her mother just This one premieres tonight, so I haven't seen it. Oh. Not tonight when the podcast comes out. (laughs) Tonight is when we're recording it. So when this is out, it's already out. Okay. So I've not seen this one. Okay. Um, the next one I have seen, this is called The Perfect Pairing. 
perfect pairing. Okay, I'm going to guess it's um, the boy grew up on a pear farm and a girl from his high school experience comes to visit them and she has to go get some pear jam for her mother's funeral and she runs into him and it's like a play on words. They're the perfect pair at the perfect pair, which is a pear farm. Um, no, pairing is P-A-I-R. Uh, so that's the, why it's the a play on words. That's not how that works. The perfect pair. The title would, would be P-A-I-R. Been, nope, it would have been P-E-A-R. No. Ing. The perfect pair would be the title of the movie and the title of the pear farm would be P-E-A-R, which is why it's like funny. Because, like, well, perfect pair way, is not wrong. just the pear farm. It is the courtship that happens. No, the correct answer is influential and anonymous food and wine critic Christina slips on ice and falls while visiting a winery. And no one knows who she is. Single father Michael and his family take her in to help her jog her memory. I would rather watch my version, I think. Uh, you know, I would, too. I watched <laughs> that one. It's, it's, you know, it's there. I do like wine, so maybe they're on something there. Yes. Okay, the next one is called, let's see, Falling for You. Falling for You. Okay, so the girl is a at-home nurse who is supervising an elderly woman that does a lot of falling around her house who has a grandson, and the grandson comes home from his long European adventure, and he's like, hey, Grandma, and the grandma's like, oh, my gosh, meet my nurse cue the beautiful woman who walks in and he's like oh my god I love her so much but she's taking care of my grandma and then the grandma falls and they have to work together to make sure that grandma is okay um no so for parents this was in the fall harvest section okay. uh, so it's based on the season fall uh so it's while planning a fundraising event a small New England town's radio station manager meets her match in a visiting businessman who can't seem to see beyond the screen of his laptop computer until she ropes him into participating in her bachelor bake-off to help save the station. I gotta I gotta remember the bake-off. That happens in, like, one of every five Hallmark movies. You're not wrong. This uh, stars the lead guy in this movie is Tyler Hines, who is probably my favorite Hallmark actor. Fun fact. All right. Okay. Let's see. Uh, love strikes twice. Love strikes twice. Yes. I'm going to go with there is a bad storm in a town. And so an insurance agent who grew up in the town comes to help with all of the destruction from, you know, the town being like striked, striked by lightning. Struck? Struck by lightning. And so he you know, gives the town bad news and then enter the small town cutie who's like, let's put on a bowling competition to raise money for the town. And she's like, every time that there's a strike, every time there's a strike, mm -hmm. money goes into the fund and they're able to like restore some sort of bridge or something. I think I would rather watch that version because the actual premise is workaholic lawyer Maggie wishes for a do-over and awakens 15 years in the past. Oh. I don't, hmm. I don't like the Hallmark ones that involve time travel. It feels unrealistic That's a to thing? Me. Yeah. Oh, I had There's no idea. There's some Christmas movies that do that. It feels unrealistic to me. Okay. Not that Hallmark movies are realistic, <laughs> um, but that's, that is what it is. Okay. The last one is uh, 
actually one of my favorite Hallmark movies. It's called Bottled with Love. Bottled, bottled with love, bottled with love. Okay, 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 okay. Um, let's see here. So this is definitely happening at a winery. That's the setting. Because what else are they gonna bottle? So winery, and obviously one of them comes from a corporate job of some kind that they hate but think that they love and falls in love with the other one. I feel like it's a family business for sure, and maybe it's the boy's family business and the girl used to date a brother or something. What's the title of this movie again? Bottled with Love. (laughs) I forgot what I was talking about. And they have a grape smashing competition, and that feels like a scene that's in there. And the conflict is that I I, I'm out of ideas. It's just the same thing that I said last time. Uh, no, it's not about wine. Actually, it says after being stood up, Abby gets inspired to open her heart in a letter, put it in a bottle, and toss it out to sea. So oh that's God. the bottle. Uh, you were actually kind of right. Uh, he, uh, his family has a business, which she works for. Oh. So it's almost, you've got manly vibes. It's like, they don't know who the other one is. Yeah. They become texting pals. Okay. So yeah, it's also really good. Okay. I lied. I'm going to give you one more. Are you ready? Yeah. Uh, butlers in love. I feel like this should be an easy one. Butlers in love. Oh, cause Hallmark's breaking into having gay couples, right? So this is about one rich family's butler falling in with an, in love with another rich family's butler Except for one of the butlers comes from, like, a rich background and just, like, really loves the trade. And the other one is, like, really poor. And the rich family is like, dude, it's 2022. We don't need a butler anymore. And so, like, you don't have a job here. And that's, like, the premise of the movie. Um, false. <laughs> uh, one of the butlers is a woman. Oh. Yeah. Uh, that's right. Women can be butlers, It says, too. Uh, sparks fly at a prestigious butler academy where determined Emma and rebellious Henry train to become royal butlers. Hmm. This I mine more. also has not come out as of this recording. Okay. And so I have not seen it. But... Are butlers still a thing? Raise your hand if you have a butler. Like, okay, what? nobody can see us, and we know we don't have a butler, so... <laughs> Anyways, that was Guess the Hallmark movie. So, yeah. That's a fun well game. Well done. It'll probably Did come I back Did I get any point. of them correct? No. No. But that's okay. Wow. Well. But anyways, all right. That's our conversation on Chick Flicks. Yeah. Happy birthday, Lauren. Thanks so much. Well... Thanks for listening to another episode of the podcast. Um, this is our second episode, and we are really having a lot of fun with it. Yeah. I think one of the most fun things for both Lauren and I is we're both, like, pretty creative people. And so we've had a lot of fun pulling together our Instagram. So if you're looking for a new thing to follow, something that's going to bring you joy, maybe even test some movie trivia, give us a follow. Our Instagram handle is Cinechick Podcast, And uh, like we plugged at the middle of the episode, if you could... Um, like, subscribe, follow, leave us a review. We are a small podcast and we're doing this ourselves. So any positive feedback is helpful to help our show get in front of other people. Yeah, for sure. And if you uh, want to follow us, you can follow our personal accounts. Lauren has to keep her Instagram Well, you can't private. follow mine, but I promise I'm a real person. But you can follow her and she can just like be so excited that you, you wanted to. Yeah. Um, to, and you can... Give her a happy birthday shout out on our podcast. Yeah. Insta. I'm a teacher. So, you know, I got to keep my, my personal unlock. So, yeah, but I am a real person. It's credibility. All right. Well, all right. We'll see you next time.